My name is Kavita Melwani and I am a multi-certified intuitive success coach. I want to personally welcome you to Aligned and Soulful Success, where we empower soulful empaths, sensitives, and conscious leaders to confidently align with their purpose and opulently shine their light without the hustle. Together, we will explore challenges and real implementable solutions so you can step into your unique purpose and shine. It is possible to bridge the success that you already have with the truest, soulful, mystical parts of yourself. Are you ready to rise up? Then listen in. I am so excited today to have with me Laura Voss for my series on empathic entrepreneurs. Laura Voss is the owner of Oh My Fitness Coaching, a boxing and confidence coaching business she created seven years ago and is co-owner of Bella Cosa Salon in San Jose, California, which she started running during the pandemic. Smart, right? Beginning with in-home personal training, she found the clients drawn to her craved support most of all for the empowerment, mental health, and stress management. So she has a unique approach to help her clients feel their most fierce every day. Laura's married and spoils a fur baby pretzel, who is the true star of Oh My Fitness Coaching and of her household. A lover of hiking, a good Chardonnay, Dancing like Richard Simmons, Brussels sprouts, cocoon days, and amazing pasta, Laura believes balance is essential for your physical and mental health. She also can't get enough of traveling to see new places, handletting and creativity, and most of all, flying to see her nieces and hosting over-the-top get-togethers to spoil people. Laura is a fierce advocate and volunteer for young female entrepreneurs, those experiencing homelessness and survivors of sexual violence. This fire to help every person feel loved, included, and empowered propels Laura into her business every day, as well as in her life as a whole. All right. Welcome, Laura. I'm so excited that we get to do this one more time. And there'll be more in the future, but this is the second time we're meeting on Aligned and Soulful. So thank you for doing this. Yes. So excited to be here. Thank you. So let's start with, you know, the basics. So tell, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, what you do. Yeah. <laughs> I think empaths love to do, right? <laughs> um, so I was born and bred in the Midwest um, from a fairly small town, I guess. I didn't realize it was a small town until I moved to San Jose, California. Um, So going from a town of 35,000 to a million people was kind of a change. Um, (laughs) And now I run two businesses and have an amazing husband, an amazing dog, and just bought a house here. So just settling into a lot of, uh, yeah, kind of new life things and making my own space to feel comfy so I can help more people. Yeah. Yes. Love that. Two businesses, not one, but two. (laughs) So what are your businesses, Laura? And, you know, let them know how long you've been doing or running them. Yeah. So I started Oh My Fitness Coaching, which is focused on boxing and confidence coaching, um, I guess eight years ago now, which seems crazy. 
Um, and I did that because I worked at gyms and managed gyms for a long time and did not like, um, did not like the feeling there, let's say. You know, I feel like everyone, but especially women, deserve a lot better. And so I kind of just one day decided to leap off and I was like, I can do this. <laughs> you know, I can, I can help people feel better about themselves on my own. And so I just kind of started on a whim. And then the other business is actually a hair salon called Bellicosa. I know nothing about caring for hair, but I know about helping people feel their best and supporting local entrepreneurs. So this was a local hair salon that had been in business, um, for the past 60 years, it was in the family and during COVID it got shut down. And so, um, we decided to help invest in it and get it back up and running and helping, you know, the local businesses grow and people, you know, feel like they can have a little bit of confidence and power with how they look and feel during really weird times. Yeah. Yes. I love that. And you know, the, the fact that you were inspired by what you saw missing, right. That there was a sense of, I don't like necessarily how, what I'm seeing in this environment. And I want to create something that is what I would want. Right. And so, so, Oh, my fitness coaching was born and you started that. And then the, the salon was during kind of the pan deep of in the pandemic. Yeah. Right. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. To the point where we were like, are we, yep. We're those crazy people where we're like trying to open a salon during the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is we all want to look our best. Right. And I, I know for me, at least it helps me feel good about myself when I can look my best not for the reason of anybody else, but really for myself. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that is part of, part of a self-care, part of being present, part of what people need, you know, it helps with confidence, right? Yep. And having somebody else just do something for you sometimes is nice too. Right. And during COVID, especially we, we've needed community and we've needed outreach and we've needed other people to just, you know, there's, you know, statistics that say how important it is to have even physical touch and things like that, you know, and we've missed that. And so if it's something as simple as going to get your hair washed and done, right, it can actually be incredibly important. So. Yes. Yes. I love that. So, right. Both great businesses. Right. So, so tell me a little bit more about all my fitness coaching. And so what are, what is, what is like your mission? What do you like to focus on? Um, it has changed over the years, which I think is a very important part of every business to be able to like thrive and change and grow. Um, it's always been to help people feel safe and comfortable whenever they're doing movement or whatever. So like I said, I mean, I had worked at gyms and I had seen how 
especially women wouldn't feel comfortable because men are leering at them or whatever. And I even had, you know, those experiences as the manager of a gym. And it was like, okay, if I'm feeling that as a manager of the gym, then I can't even imagine what other women are going through as customers. Right. And I train men as well. But a lot of them are, you know, HSPs or empaths, you know, um, yes. and yeah. it's just about helping them feel like they have a safe space. And it's, I would say, equal parts, the movement as it is the mental health with just mm-hmm. helping them get through whatever it is, because there's this amazing thing where, you know, if you can deadlift this weight you never thought possible. What else can you do in your day that you didn't think was possible, right? You can go and you can ask for a raise from your boss that you know you deserve. You can handle your kids being sick while the, you know, the dog's going crazy and the car needs to be in the shop and all these things, right? And so Mm -hmm. it's just so incredibly important to me to see what people can what they can accomplish when they realize how strong and powerful they are. And that's my ultimate goal. So I focus on that. And then I do a planner every, I make um, a women's wellness planner every quarter. And so that's a very low cost, but very helpful item for a lot of people. Um, So it's, that one is, you know, focused for women, obviously, given the name. (laughs) Um, But it helps them track just their daily habits and their goals and their monthly goals. And we can draw and we can do all these kind of, you know, better me kind of habits, you know. And that's what I love to call it. I feel like sometimes self-care gets a little uh, Yeah, it's cliche, maybe over said, overdone, yeah. You know, Yeah. Yeah. So now I call it better me. Right. Because that can mean so many different things to so many people. Right. And then it's awesome because you could take that to your doctor and be like, oh my gosh, look, I tracked this and this is why I'm feeling this way. Right. Or you can look at it and be like, oh my gosh, wow. I had a killer month last month. Look at all the amazing things I did and how strong I am. Right. And so it's just been a really handy tool to help people. I love the women's wellness planner and I give it to my clients too. So as gifts, it's one of the gifts I love giving them. So yeah, because it helps you. It's so pretty and you feel, you feel good using it, right? It's, it's one of those things that you want it to be kind of fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I see that in the planner, right? The way you track stuff and your positive affirmations and the mandalas throughout. And it's just like, it's just fun. It's a fun way to do it too. And I just, I think that's so important. I think for a long time, especially for women, anything health related, and it's still kind of this way, is intimidating and gross. And it's like, it it shouldn't be, you know, we should feel comfortable. We should feel relaxed. We should be able to make it fun and make it centered around just us and not, not feel like, we're a burden, not feel like we're, you know, some extreme case. We're just, we're doing what we can, you know, but we're also on top of our game and we need 
we need like medical professionals and stuff to, to see that too. And so to me, it's actually extremely important. You know, I take it to my gynecologist and I'm like, no, look, like <laughs> here's the data. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I think it's important that we, we find both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's so you, so that's something that you can offer and create and have um, a bigger impact. I mean, you can't work with everybody, right? So this allows you to reach more people. So I love that, that you've created that. And it's a way to express more of your creativity as well when you're creating it. Yeah. So, so creativity is actually one of the strengths of sensitive souls and empaths. And when we don't allow ourselves to express that creativity, that's when we feel smaller and that kind of shrink a little bit. So I love that you just intuitively like, oh yeah, let me create this and it needs to be fun. So, um, and so, so going into that a little bit more into being an empath and how that's impacted you. So I'd love to start with, you know, how you figured out that you were an empath you know, do you, you know, I, obviously you consider yourself one because you're here, right? Yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> yeah, so how did you figure out that you're an empath? And, and when you figure that out, having that knowledge um, oftentimes can impact people in a positive way because there's a sense of, oh, that makes sense. Right. And I don't know if that's what happened for you, but I'd love to hear about a little bit more about that discovery process. It was actually mostly you, Kavita. Like, <laughs> I had not, that was not a term I had really ever heard or known of um, until we were talking about it. And I had read um, a Brene Brown book and was like, oh, so like, not everyone uh, feels this way? Like, <laughs> right? Um, and I don't know if you had the similar experience, but I was just like, oh, I um, <clears throat> thought this was how humans. Um, <laughs> yes. Humans Completely. Work. Yes. Right. Like, Wait, everybody doesn't think like this or feel this. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, so we moved into our house like uh, two and a half weeks ago. And bless her, our next door neighbor, her dad was living with her and he died like two days after we moved in. Oh my goodness. And so of course I'm like, I got to make a gift basket and I got to make a lasagna and like, you know, all this. Yes. Yes. You want to take care of that person. Right. And I was like FaceTiming my family and talking to my husband and everything. And they were all like, Laura, that's nope, 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 nope. (laughs) A little much like. Yeah. Yeah. Met her two days ago, but I'm like, but but she needs help. Like, I don't understand how to not, you know, <laughs> but it's just, it, it is interesting because I think actually it was the first time you and I had talked about this stuff that I was like, Oh, that's a different thing. Um, and now I realize why I can be so run down sometimes. <laughs> also feel incredibly empowered sometimes right uh but it was not something i realized till probably five or seven years ago um but you know i'm a middle child i have an older brother and a younger sister 
And I definitely always remember being um, kind of the mediator between the two of them when they would get into fights and stuff. Um, in fourth grade, I was chosen as a peer mediator, <laughs> which. Oh, wow. Okay. I yeah. feel like it's not something you should do to a 10 year old. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Talk about making you feel more different. Right. <laughs> like now you're the mediator. <laughs> I guess other people saw this in me, you know, like saw this in me when I didn't realize it myself yet. Um, and so it was finally through reading and talking with amazing people like you that I was like, oh, this is actually something very different about me. Yes. Yeah. And so so once you, well, I, I didn't know that it was meeting me. I think you said that, but somehow my brain got rid of that data. Uh, you know, <laughs> you told me that before. Uh, and we met. How many years now? Oh my gosh. Oh boy, I don't know. I know. I was trying to do the math. Five to seven years. Probably that's when we met. When we met, how long had you started your business? Had it been since you started your business? Oh gosh. Uh, I think you had just started it. That's what I'm thinking. It wasn't It wasn't very long, yeah. It wasn't very long. So that's how long we've known each other, okay? I know. We'll let everybody else do the math for we'll us. Eye cream and uh, yeah. <laughs> We'll let everyone else listening, they can, they can do the math and figure it out, but it's been a little, several years. Let's just say that. Right. (laughs) And I'm, and so then now, you know, you're an empath, you have these two businesses. I'm willing to imagine that you had some challenges along the way. Okay. Yes. So (laughs) since, since we don't have a three hour show, Right. <laughs> we don't have to talk about all those challenges, but let's pick a couple of key ones and maybe more recent ones, right? Mm-hmm. That you want to talk about and, and what are some things that you've done to move through those challenges? Yes. Um, so like I said, I mean, the whole reason I jumped off and started my own business was because of those kind of feelings, right? And at that point, I hadn't met you, but I just intuitively knew that this is like, ugh, you just, you get that feeling as an empath or an HSP, right? So that, um, I would say during COVID, it's been, boy, it's been such a balance to try to find out like what people need in the moment, you know, because we all are craving more community, and people's needs are different. And so it's been a real flux of, okay, do you want to meet in person? Do you want to not? Do you need a planner? Do you want just texts through the day that are helping you, you know, in between doing all the stuff you're doing, right? Um, so I'd say mostly balance. And actually as an empath, I think the most important thing we can do for ourselves is balance because we just want to, like I was talking about earlier, right? With my neighbor and stuff. And you're like, let me just, <laughs> it's like, give, give, give. Cause that's how I express my love, you know? Um, and so, so just balance of giving and receiving. Is that what you mean? Or just taking care of yourself or what yes. do you mean about balance? And, yeah. Okay. Yes. And, and figuring out, um, the best ways to take care of yourself, I think is important, right? So mm-hmm. um, I think the five love languages is a very important thing to know about yourself. 
Um, yes. But both giving and receiving, because those can be very different, I think, mm -hmm. especially nowadays, right? Um, and so knowing those things and, yeah. Um, and I would say just not beating yourself up. I feel like a lot yeah. of times we or other people can make us feel guilty for how empathic we are. Yes. Yeah. But it's built in, right? Mm -hmm. That's how you are. That's how you've been created. Right. And it's not a bad thing. It's just, <laughs> we have to learn how to manage it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think sometimes, I don't know if you do this, but I know I get stuck in my own head where it's like, oh my gosh, why am I so concerned about this and whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Right. It's like, okay, we do have to learn how to manage it, but, but don't get, you know, beat up like empaths run the world. We, we make things happen, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's so important that we don't allow that kind of, I mean, you didn't use the word comparison, but I think there is that natural tendency as humans to compare because what's the gauge, right? Mm -hmm. And so we will look at others and when most of the world is not designed for us and we compare, obviously we're not going to measure up if we're using those, I'm going to use a kind of jargony word, we're using those benchmarks, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> and so it's like if we're using those benchmarks, we're using that definition of what is a successful business owner, what what is productive, what is actually fulfilling your purpose, what does it look like to run a, a business, right? And what right. and be an entrepreneur? What's the definition of entrepreneur, right? I've actually had someone years early on in my business tell me, "Well, you're not a real business owner, <laughs> right?" Cool, cool, cool. Right. Yes. And I mean, who gets to decide what is a real right. business owner and who is a real business owner? Who gets to decide that? Right. That's not, that was not that person's decision to make. No. Mm -mm. Um, so, so there is that judgment that happens over time. Right. And that balance of giving, because I think it's natural for us to give and take care of others. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's a safe space to give. Yes. Yeah. And then you can give too much and be depleted. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's it's hard to recognize that. Like yeah. Yeah. one of the other strengths is having people around you who can kind of be like, whoa, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Slow it yeah. down. You know? Yes, <laughs> yes. All right. Come back to yourself. Right. You know, like, yeah. what did you do for Laura today? Right? Yes. But, yeah. but it mm -hmm. is hard. It's something we we can't change. You know, I was talking to one of my friends, so I'm also left-handed. Um, <laughs> yes. And, and one of my friends who's um, same thing, Enneagram too, and a giver and just, I mean, over the top as an empath and she's left-handed. And she was like, I feel like we can't change that any more than we can like teach ourselves to write nicely with our right hand you know it's just that's how we're programmed and so we just have to figure out ways to work in the world that work yes. for us and work with us right yes. Yeah. yes and so this is a side note I've been so before 
I think we're all, we're going to say this for a long time, but before COVID, I know. before <laughs> pandemic, um, there, is, <laughs> there was a sense that there was a growing movement to recognize introverts, right? Which mm-hmm. a lot of empaths are introverts, not all, but most, I think it's 70 or 80% is the estimate that I read somewhere. But, you know, there's a, re- that to recognize the, the quiet, the introverted, the person that's the listener, the deep listener, um, the person that's the helper that, you know, make sure things go well, that can read what other people's need and make sure that's there. And then through this, it's just become almost like, oh, forget all that. The loudest voices are here now. Right. And so that can be a little bit, it is a little disheartening because I felt like, oh yeah, we're starting to be recognized. So now it's like, we need to speak up, which is why I want to do this even more. Right. Um, so how do you think first, I don't know if you have any comments about that, about what I shared. I do because I am an introvert. And when I tell people that they're like, there's no way you're an introvert. And I'm like, yes, I am. Like, because after this interaction, I'm going to go home and I'm going to want to like crawl under a snuggly blanket and like cuddle my dog. And, you know, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Because what's the definition of an introvert? It's right. Right. It's how you, how you, I say it, recover from an interaction, not how you are in an, right. I can can be the life of the party girl. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know. And you can be shiny. And I yeah. love it. <laughs> yes. But then like, leave me alone. Cause I need to go home and recover for like a day or yes. two. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a big misconception. People think that an introvert is someone that's just quiet, quiet. I know. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it is a weird. And that's not the case. No. Oh, you know, they could be an introvert, but that's just a person that tends to just like to listen. They prefer to listen than talk, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. An introvert is, you know, it's how you recharge, right? Yes. If you interact with people and you need to go inward, that's an introvert. If you yes. like are great around people and it energizes you to be around people, then you're an extrovert, right? right. But you can't recognize who is who by just making that judgment of that person's quiet. No, not at all. Not. Or loud, you know? Or loud, Yeah. Because maybe that's just your coping mechanism, you know? Mm-hmm. For yeah. me, it's just, that's, it's like, okay, whew, we're going to go do this. And then yes. it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, but we have a, a colleague in Mutual who is a total extrovert and is, mm-hmm. I think, a complete empath too. Um, but he will say he will go give speeches and conferences and whatever and on stage mm-hmm. and Woo! in front of all these people. And I'm like, oh my gosh, are you just like so exhausted after that? He's like, no, I feel like I could party for like two yes. minutes. And I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Because like I would do the same thing and then I'd be like, you'll find me in my hotel room, like face down on the... <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Right. So you want to do those things, but you need to make sure you have the time to yes. kind of recover. Like you know, you I went said, to like the recharge yes. and recover. Yeah. Recharge. Yeah. So I went to this conference after year after several years recently and had to travel and you know, it was just this whole thing, right? And it was really good to have my own hotel room because mm. I haven't done that, right? 
in so many years. And I, and I went and I walked over to, there was a Whole Foods nearby and I bought like bath salts and I just was like, they have a huge bathtub and no one's going to bother me. Right. Yeah. So I did that both days and I listened to music and, and just gave myself that time to journal. And, and then the next day I was ready for the conference. Mm-hmm. The second day it was two days. Right. So I think that I, you know, I really want people to hear this, that you can do these things. You just do it in a way that honors what you need and to take care of yourself in a way that you may or may not know what you need yet and how to take care of yourself because a lot of people let that go, but just start trying and experimenting with things, right? To figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely wish it was a skill that we taught children. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I know it's a soft skill but there's nothing wrong with soft skills. Like we should be teaching our kids how to deal with that because otherwise we end up at like our phase of life and we're like, oh, wow. I just learned that this is what I need to feel better. (laughs) Right. Isn't that, that's crazy. Like eight-year-old Laura could have really used that. Yeah. (laughs) I could have used that for sure. Right. So many times in the past. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, so, um, you know, I love that 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 this uh, conversation is going to this taking care of yourself, and that's important. And I think that as in the balance of giving and receiving, right, that is so important. And knowing what you need, and you may not know that until you try it, and right. paying attention to how you feel. And so we talked about some of the challenges of being an empath and an entrepreneur and all of that. But what are some positive things about being an empath and an entrepreneur? Um, I mean, there's, there are a lot, I mean, that's why we're still doing this after years. It obviously there's, you know, um, you always have that care and concern and I can never, um, preach how important that is because if you, to me, if you don't have that motivation behind your business, I don't think you're going to last long. Right. Um, because we're not in it for the money, which sometimes is (laughs) to our fault, but, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, you have just intuition that, you know, what your clients need, you know, and I'll, I'll have a lot of times where my clients are like, wow, how did you know that I needed this like deep stretching kind of more yoga e workout today? Or how did you know that I really needed to box today? Yeah. I couldn't really tell you. I just felt it. I just knew that it was, you know, what was happening. And um, I think we're also able to change plans in the moment a lot more. Right. So yes. we're very, yeah. Um, so it is like, you know, even if it's, if it's something from, oh my gosh, okay, he's really stressed out. So let's change this plan and make it more Mm-hmm. this or if it's the new mom that you're like okay let's sit and work on your planner while you're feeding the baby and then when you're done feeding the baby then we're gonna do you know this and this and this right mm-hmm. just being able to in the moment make those decisions I think we're really strong at those um and I think I know we keep saying it but during COVID I think we've just we've been able to help a lot of people because we just understand all the different circumstances Mm -hmm. that we're all under 
and just different, gosh, oh my gosh, all these crazy different situations and everything. And, you know, it, it's tricky sometimes because you look right now at like the things happening in Iran and, you know, with our own government and all the, right. All these things can be kind of a never ending list actually. It is right. But you have this little part of your brain that's like, okay, what is it that I can do today Mm -hmm. that will help someone? Right. And I think as empaths, we're really good about being like, okay, today I'm going to pick one thing and I'm going to make that happen. And tomorrow it might be a a different thing. Mm -hmm. And that's great. Right. Right. Yeah. And every day, Mm -hmm. yeah, every day it's, it might be something different, Mm -hmm. but we can at least like give ourselves peace because we're always doing something to help someone. So. Right. And so coming from that place of wanting to make a difference and, you know, starting the business from that place of wanting to help and being able to meet with your clients and have the ability to almost sense what they need and create that for them. And, you know, of course you come in with an idea of what you're going to do in a plan and then, you know, they'll come and need something different. I was, this happened recently. I was coaching someone on their business and, you know, setting up some things and making some systems and, you know, all the technical stuff of business. But then she came and I was like, she's not okay today. She's not feeling okay. Right. And so we started talking and she started crying. Right. And so it's like, let her cry. She probably doesn't have anyone else right now in her life or very few people that just let her be in her emotions. So she's, and we talked about that. We talked about abandoning herself because that's something that we do often. Right. And what she actually needs. And it was so simple, the things, right. It was like, I don't have, I haven't had time to get myself proper groceries because um, that takes time to go buy, you know, to go to the grocery store, like things like that. Right. And so it's just a simple thing of being heard. And so we didn't get all the systems done, (laughs) done, you know, that way that I had planned, but that's what she needed in the moment. And so that adaptability, I see you doing that also. Right. And so it's what a person needs. It is. Like you said, I don't think there's that many people in anyone's life that are open to that or, or that can sense that that's what they need, you know, because there's days where I'm like, okay, I've got this, like, I'm really excited about this, like, you know, cool new, you know, workout I have for you. And then same thing. I like show up at their door, log on to zoom. And it's like, you can just feel it. It's like, that's, not that's not what they need you know you gotta meet people where they are and hear people out and now more than ever I think that's so important because you know we're just all getting lost in the in the fray so but it's I don't know if you felt like this I didn't realize that was again a thing that we were different. In. Yeah. Yeah. Like not either. everyone understands that, you know, like I remember mm-hmm. when I was like at my last gym before I quit and I was just like sitting on the floor talking to a client and they were like, did you literally just like sit on the floor and talk to a client the whole time? And I was like, 
yeah, because that's what she needed. And they were like, how did you know that? And I was like, how did you not know that? Like, <laughs> right. I mean, just right? that. everybody do that. Um, okay. I, yeah. yep. I guess people are different. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. And I've seen you do this too, where you remember things about your clients and your friends. Like I will remember something that you talked about last time and something you said, and I will ask you about that. Mm -hmm. right? And I, uh, and I would, I remember years ago, I would say, why don't they ever ask me? About they don't remember. They weren't really listening. They were thinking about themselves and what they were going to say next. Right. And so what a gift to give someone to feel seen, heard, loved, cared for exactly. by that simple thing that comes naturally to us. Yes. And something mm -hmm. that we should appreciate more about ourselves because yes, I don't mm -hmm. think most of us realize that that's generally not the way things work. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, because it comes so naturally mm -hmm. to us that we forget mm -hmm. that not everybody can do that. Right? right. Or does that or has that ability or has that. Ability. We, or, yeah. And we see them and we're like, Oh, they have this, this, and this that I can't do. Right. right? And then that becomes the point of comparison. Right. right? Exactly. Instead of like, what are, what can I contribute? And you mentioned right. briefly about, you know, not wanting the, the money not being the driving factor, right? And mm -hmm. I think that that what I would like to see in the future is more empathic entrepreneurs making a lot of money so that because I know that just like we want to help others through our work, as we become more abundant and we have those resources, the way that we're going to spend that money is going to benefit the world Absolutely. as well. I 10,000% agree. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And even just your example that you gave of the salon, right? Mm -hmm. That is a perfect example of having the resources and then using them in a way to impact positively more like a ripple effect. Right. Right. Going through. Yes. Yeah. So I love Have that. Have you ever watched the show New Girl? Yes. Yes. Right. Do you remember yeah. the scene? Where, because I feel like Zoe Deschanel's character is very much an empath, right? Yes, I think so too. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and there's that moment where it's her and is it Schmidt that are in the car together? And he's like, do you just think about other people all day long? <laughs> like, how do you get anything done? And she's like, it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably my favorite quote ever because I'm like, yes. Yep. I love that. I love that. Oh my God. But also, but also it hurt. Like, I mean. Yeah. yeah. And it's the truth, right? It is. And yeah. she's not going to stop. She can't stop. I mean, it's just, but it's so funny. It's just like, it's really. Denying who you are. Yeah. Denying who you are. Right. It's right. Force. And the more we force thoughts away and push them away, the more they, you know, come up. Right. Like if I tell you, yeah. yeah. If I tell you, don't think about a pink elephant. No, I think what's coming up, Laura. Right. Pink elephant. Pink elephant. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. So and acknowledging. It, and you it, can, right? especially I think as an empath, you can physically start to feel it faster too. Right. Yes. So. Oh yeah. I've started right. to have my, I'm doing it myself and have my clients do like ecstatic dance kind of things to oh, like yes. literally shake those things out and everything. Mm -hmm. is... Love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I could talk to you for like three hours. I know. Yeah, but I should let you go. <laughs> yeah. 
But before we go, two more questions. Mm-hmm. One is, what is one piece of advice? I'm sure you have a lot, but one piece of advice you'd like to give um, empathic entrepreneurs, either who have a business or want to start a business or thinking about it. Boy, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> can I can I say two? Sorry. Yes, please. Okay. All right. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, <laughs> Stop saying sorry, actually. <laughs> okay. I like that one. So we're going to give three pieces. Okay, good. Three pieces, yeah. <laughs> um, don't beat yourself up for feeling so much because mm-hmm. you're going to feel a lot if you are working with humans. And try to set boundaries and find someone who can help you set boundaries. So for me, it was my... Well, Kavita also helped me with this a lot. But also my therapist, therapist, um, Mm -hmm. told me to start keeping a box in my car, like a slip note box. So Mm -hmm. I would get out of a session with my clients and just literally write down like, oh my God, she's going through a divorce and all this is happening and blah, 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 write it all down and then put it in this locked box that I couldn't reach. Right. So it got out of my head and my heart. Mm Mm-hmm. And you weren't able to access it because you can help those people as much as you can, but that is not on you to do that. Yeah. Worrying about them. You can worry forever. That's not going to make their situation better. It's uh, holding it. It's not going to make it better. No. And we worry about people all day, every day. And Mm -hmm. that does nothing. It's like drinking the poison and that's only hurting you. Yes. So true drinking the poison and it's only hurting you. It's so important, right? I love those pieces of advice. Thank you for sharing that. And then the last thing is how do they find you if they want to, to find out more about the flip planner or all my fitness or just follow you? Yeah. What's the best way? Yeah. Honestly, right now, the, the best way is on Instagram um, okay. at oh my fitness coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could go to oh my fitness coaching.com. Um, but in general, Instagram is kind of where I share fun little bits of advice and it has the links to all my other stuff on there. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah, all right. So I'll have those links available in the notes for whoever show notes, whoever wants to click quickly to mm-hmm. access. Right. <laughs> but thank you so much for this, Laura. This yeah. was so great. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye. Thank you for joining us for Aligned and Soulful Podcast. To view the show notes and all the links that I mentioned in today's episode, please visit alignedandsoulfulpodcast.com. That's also where you can download my free gift, which is an abundance visualization and exercise to help you unlock your abundance. And so also before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you can receive new episodes right when they're released. You can subscribe right now in the app that you're listening to this podcast on. And thank you again for joining me for Aligned and Soulful. This is Kavita Milwani. I will see you next time. Until then, take good care. Bye.